Hey, my name's Michaela, and I am obsessed with all things finance, numbers, and routines, and helping you navigate your own personal finance journey in your 20s and beyond. I'm a 20-something millennial working a regular old corporate job that brings you practical tips to save more money, build a solid financial foundation, and stay healthy and happy while doing it all. I teach you the tried and true strategies to building long-term sustainable wealth so you can live your best life without sacrificing the little things like coffee or that new pair of jeans. I like to keep things super real around here, so get ready to talk all things money, life, personal growth, routines, and all the fun and not-so-fun experiences that pop up in your 20s. Think of this as happy hour with your best girlfriend, except instead of talking about all the fluff, we're talking about the important stuff. This is Break Your Budget, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Break Your Budget, the podcast. My name is Michaela and I am your host and I am so excited for this episode. But first, I want to catch up a little bit. Um, I don't know about you guys, but the past two weeks of January, we are now in the second week of January, have felt like the longest, most painful weeks thus far. Obviously, when COVID first started, that time was definitely weird, but I feel like we got used to the weird, and now 2021 has gotten off to an even stranger start. So I'm sure a lot of you guys listening to this feel the same way, Um, but I've definitely been feeling a little bit weird, very, very drained and tired Um, over the past couple of weeks. So I'm hoping to snap out of it. One thing though that I have not been feeling drained about or exhausted from are my finances. And why is that? Because I have a plan in place. So today we are going to be talking about my simple saving system. So this is really my method for making finances and making managing your money as straightforward as possible because I feel like so often we are bombarded with so much information from a million different directions and it's hard to really prioritize what to do first. So this is where you need to start. This is really the three pillars of long-term financial success and yes, down the road and as you get more comfortable and continue on your financial journey, there are always going to be ways to improve, ways to do things better or save more money or implement a new tool or something along those lines. But at the end of the day, you need to have a simple saving system in place. And I am going to explain to you exactly what that means. Saving money isn't really intuitive, okay? So because of that, it needs to be intentional. I'm going to share a little bit of a story about my life and what kind of led me to creating and defining a simple saving system within my own life. So for a long time, and this is really referring to the first two and a half-ish years that I was out of college, And living on my own in Boston, renting an apartment, going to work, doing the thing, I felt like the only way to save money was to just spend less. And I think that this will resonate with a lot of people listening to this in that we think that to to save, 
we can't spend. That you can have one, but you can't have the other. And so because I had this mindset, it meant that I didn't spend money on a lot of things that were important to me. I turned down different experiences, not purely because of money, but money definitely played a big role. And I didn't repurchase like worn down essentials because I didn't want to spend money on them because they were expensive. And I put a lot of like personal luxuries on the back burner. So getting my nails done, stuff like that. That's really not important, but you know, every now and then it's a really nice thing to do. And for a very, very long period of time, longer than I would like to admit, I really didn't do these things. And a lot of it, most of it had to do with the fact that I was trying to save money. And I looked at money as, you know, a limited commodity in that I, if I, if I spent more money and I spent money on things that I didn't absolutely 100% need, then I was wasting the money that money would have been better off saved. Looking back, I regret this and I am here to tell you that thinking this way is not a good way to approach your money. It's not effective and quite frankly, it's not sustainable. We need money to exist. Money is a tool to bring us from one part of our lives to the next and part of that journey is experiencing life and enjoying all of the things that life has to offer when we are blessed with the ability to do so. So if you walk away from this with nothing else, I want you to at least know that sacrificing living your life in the name of saving X amount of extra dollars is a big mistake. It's obviously really important to make decisions that will benefit you in the long term and think about your future self today, but there's a fine balance to doing this without making your current life like a total freaking snooze fest. So ever since I kind of came to this realization, I have really honed my ability to not only save money, but to live more while doing so. And The key here is that I don't make it complicated. I've found that a huge issue that a lot of my clients face and a lot of young adults and peers in my life face is that we struggle to find the balance between saving money and making smart financial decisions while also being able to live life to the fullest and buy really nice things. I think most of us kind of fall on one side of the spectrum in either or extreme. So you have people who are obsessed with saving money and then you have people who are like, I don't really care, I'm gonna go shopping six days a week, okay? We need to find the balance here. And the people who are most successful are the people who have found their own version of a simple saving system. So this is my signature method for saving money and making it simple. And it's really designed to enable those who implement it to grow sustainable long-term wealth through very simple and very straightforward financial strategies and routines. And it's broken up into three different pillars, we'll call them. 
The first is your saving strategy. The second is your spending plan. And the third is your signature system. And I am going to walk you through what those three things are. So your saving strategy, this is pillar number one. I want you to think of your saving strategy as the method that you're using to save money. So this is how you allocate dollars towards different savings accounts, including your investments and your retirement. And the secret here to making saving feel effortless is to follow save first, spend second. This is a saving strategy where you basically cut money off the top of your paycheck or right off before that money hits your account if you don't receive like a direct deposit or you work for yourself. Um, it's taking that cut and immediately putting it into a savings account, whether that be your retirement account, investing it, investing it or just simply putting it into a high-yield savings account. This is, quite frankly, the most effective way to save money. One, because you don't have a choice. It comes right off the top of your paycheck. It's automatic. You don't see it. And that money goes directly into a savings account before you have the chance to spend it. The second reason, though, is because it teaches you how to live on less. When you have money cut off the top of your paycheck, that's money that you pretty much automatically become used to living without. And unless you're put in a situation where you are forced to live without something, it's our human nature to always find a way to not adjust. So if you don't have that money, you are forced to adjust. You don't have a choice. So that will really help you learn how to live on less and use the money that you do have more efficiently. Obviously, a saving strategy like this is largely dependent on a couple of different factors. A, that you have enough money coming in every month to simply break even and pay your bills. And B, that you have the discipline to actually map out and plan where you are going to use the rest of your money. But that's a conversation for another podcast. But think of your saving strategy as save first, spend second, and cut that money right off the top. I swear to God, it's going to make a huge difference. I have a breakdown of this, an example breakdown, um, where basically I map out cutting off the top 5% of your income. I say this is an example because this is a little anecdote. I posted this video to TikTok and I'll link it. If you can link TikToks, I'll link it in the um, show notes of this, but it's also on my Instagram, so you can go check it out. And it mapped out basically like how to allocate your money by percentages. And I made the fatal mistake of not putting a little disclaimer that this doesn't apply to 100% of the people who watch it. And I got ripped apart on TikTok. People are so freaking mean. Um, so take this with a grain of salt. Take that um, percentage with a grain of salt. I cut 5% of my paycheck off the top and I put it right into retirement. But make sure you go check out that little video. It will give you a nice visual description of what I'm talking about here. Okay, so moving on to the second pillar, which is your spending plan. 
This is where you plan out how you're actually going to achieve your financial goals, okay? So in order to create a spending plan, you need to create financial goals. Um, So that is step number one. If you don't have financial goals, I have a ton of different content on this podcast episode. I have TikToks. I have Instagram um, posts all about creating financial goals. So all of that will be linked in the show notes as well. But Once you have your goals set, it's time to put together your spending plan. And your spending plan is broken up into three main categories. The first is your monthly budget. So your monthly budget is not what you think it is. It's not what comes to mind when you hear a budget. Your monthly budget is simply your recurring necessary expenses. So this is the money that you have to spend every single month in order to exist. That's what your budget is. The reason why we call that your budget is because with a budget, we want to keep costs as low as possible. And so I want you to associate your necessary costs with being areas of your life that you trim down to be as low as possible. Um, If there are areas that you can reduce, reduce them and keep those, again, within a budget, try and keep it a solid, consistent number every single month and just keep them low. The second bucket is your savings goal bucket. So this is where you figure out how much money per month you need to set aside to reach your savings goals. This is a very easy number to calculate if you follow the SMART goal setting method, which again, you can learn all about in my goal setting podcast. Um, But basically, you set a goal, you put a number on it in a time frame, and you break it down into monthly increments. So your savings goals bucket is number two. And then your third bucket is lifestyle spending. So lifestyle spending is the spending that you do on enjoying and living your life. My motto for this is to live less in the areas that are less important to you so you can live more in the areas that are. Basically, pick your priorities and aim to spend the majority of your extra money, your lifestyle money on the things that really light you up and stop buying shit you don't care about. That's the big kicker is stop spending money on stuff that's not adding value to your life, that's not aligned with your priorities so you can free up those dollars to live your best life with the things that do light you up and are a high priority. How you choose to allocate your money is entirely up to you. So following a three bucket kind of plan with your budget, your goals, and your lifestyle spending will at least give you a framework to follow because it can be really, really hard to know how much money goes where and there is no cookie cutter answer to that. I can't tell you that it's normal to spend $200 a month on groceries and $500 a month on going out because I don't know what your income is. I don't know the cost of living in your city. I don't know the kinds of food you like to eat. I don't know the restaurants you go to or how frequently you're going out. I don't have the answers to those questions. Only you do. So there's no way to compare how much money should go to certain things. What you need to do is determine what are your necessary expenses every month, how much money do you need to set aside for your savings goals, and then whatever money you have left is the money you have to work with. That is the method and the motto that I follow. So use those lifestyle dollars wisely. So that is the spending plan pillar. 
and we will move into the last one, which is your signature system. So personal finance is personal and I get this all of the time. How can you give people guidance when you know you don't know their situation, you don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Personal finance is personal. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that what works for me is going to work for you 100% of the time. What I am gonna do is give you the framework and the routines to follow so you can implement them and adjust them into your life and find your signature system. Having a signature system in place helps you establish your financial routines and your spending guidelines so you can tailor your plan to your lifestyle. This is how you build a plan that you can actually stick to. So all of you people who tell me that you have a budget but you can't stick to it, this is where you're going wrong. You need to have a system in place. So what does this look like? It looks like knowing how to audit and adjust your finances on a monthly basis as well as incorporating weekly money routines. So A weekly money routine, I call them money dates, is picking a day every single week to go into your plan, make sure that you are tracking all of your expenses, update your numbers, and just check in on where you're tracking for how you've spent your money in your lifestyle group and how you are tracking towards your savings goals. If there are adjustments that need to be made, that kind of thing. That happens with a money date. I have a whole method for this. Again, I have a podcast about it, so make sure you go listen to that so that this podcast isn't 18 years long. And then your spending guidelines. So I don't think I talk about this a lot publicly. Um, A lot of this is reserved for my paying clients and going through the method to actually establish what your spending guidelines are. But I'll give you a little gist here, a little sneak peek. Um, Basically, I want you to think about the things that you spend money on that bring you the most joy. And I also want you to think about the things that you are not willing to spend money on. Basically, the purpose of having a spending guideline is to really help you make those tough financial choices when you are put under a little bit of stress or a little bit of pressure. Like say you're out shopping and there is something that you really want and it's really expensive and you can feel the impulse coming on and you don't know if it's a priority or if it's an impulse spend. If you have spending guidelines in place, it will help you make that decision without second guessing yourself and questioning if what you're doing is right. So I want you to think about the few things that are really, really important to you that you are willing to you know, maybe tailor or adjust some of your savings goals for. And then I also want you to think about the things that are not important to you, the things that you do not and will not want to spend money on because those things are equally as important as the things that you are willing to spend money on. So those are the three pillars of a simple saving system. And so I really, really, really encourage you to go through them and kind of break down what your simple saving system looks like because this really this really is it. This is the meat and potatoes of how to create and build long-term sustainable wealth, okay? Yes, it's so important to have retirement accounts and to be investing in the stock market and to be doing those things. They do make a huge difference, but the fundamental system, the fundamental foundation that you have is 
incredibly important for taking those next steps, for actually starting to invest, for opening up that retirement account. Being organized and having a system that you can follow is so important because having an investment account is really, really great, but if you don't have the money to put into it and you can't contribute to it regularly, then what's really the point to say you have one? So you need to have a solid financial foundation in place, and that comes from having your own version of a simple saving system. So this is brand new news to the podcast. If you are listening to this live, I have not announced this pretty much anywhere else, Um, but I do have a new little mini course that is live, um, and it will be linked in the show notes called simple saving system mini course. And it really walks you through these three steps in deep detail, as well as how to implement them into your own life. Um, There are three videos, three worksheets, as well as a budget planner. Um, It's not the personal finance dashboard, but it is pretty damn close. It's in my opinion, the most essential pieces of the personal finance dashboard for if you are getting started and you need a simple tracking tool and a simple planning tool without all the bells and whistles just to kind of get that foundation going. Um, That is also included in this for free at no extra cost. So if you are feeling inclined to really dive deep on this simple saving system topic and create your own. Um, I have this course linked in the show notes. Make sure you go check it out. It's less than $30. This is like my lowest, lowest course ever. The reason why it's a low price is because it's so unbelievably important that I don't want it to be priced in a realm that's unaccessible. Okay. It's $27. It's really, really inexpensive. Um, And it is the three most important things that you can do in order to just get that financial foundation in place. So make sure you go check it out if you are interested. And I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, Make sure as always, if you have questions that you reach out to me directly on Instagram, I answer all of my Instagram DMs. Um, I would be more than happy to hear a little bit about your situation and hopefully be able to answer some of your questions. Um, So head over to Instagram, make sure you are following me. And also don't forget, this is new too. If you have um, TikTok, follow me on TikTok. I have recently garnered some type of following on TikTok. I have like 23,000 followers on TikTok now as of January 11th when I'm recording this podcast. So that's super exciting. I've been loving TikTok because it lets me put out longer video content. Um, Instagram only allows you to put out 30 second reels, which is so annoying because I feel like I need a little bit more than that. And TikTok really fills that void. So if you follow me on Instagram and you like my real content, I am posting a lot more on TikTok that's a little bit longer. And unfortunately, because Instagram only allows you to post 30 second videos, I can't post all of my TikToks on Instagram. So if you wanna get all of that, make sure you are following me on TikTok um, to catch all of those videos. 
And with that, I will wrap this up and catch you in the next episode.